So this is quite literally worlds apart from where we recorded the podcast last week, continuing our tour of glamorous locations. So we were in downtown Dubai. I think it was downtown, wasn't it? No, yeah. it's the Marine. Uh, Dubai Marina. No, it was no, downtown, downtown Dubai. Yeah, it was so we're in downtown Dubai, just minutes from Burj Khalifa recording last week. And now we're in my old teenage bedroom at my parents' <laughs> house. I tell you, the action this room has seen, you know, the wild stuff that's happened in this room. <laughs> I think probably best not to go there, Mark. So how are you? Have you managed to catch up on some sleep? Yeah, I have actually. I was pretty tired yesterday after my round trip, but um, yeah, early to bed. Uh, unfortunately, early to rise because I'm still a bit on Dubai time, but I'm getting there. Did you have? Uh, did my parents look after you last oh, night? Oh God, it was lovely. Came in, cup of tea ready, tea ready. Some nice food, I would imagine. <sighs> yeah, I was, I'm generally thinking about staying. <laughs> If I didn't have to get Joe back for school tomorrow, I would stay. Now we've met up for my mum's birthday to celebrate, yep. so the whole family around. So if you do hear anybody knocking around in the background, then that's why. Um, but yeah, continuing our world tour of glamorous locations, um, we've got a lot to cover today, haven't a we? A huge amount. I, it was funny because I was thinking, sorry to interrupt, but I was thinking going into this episode, probably for the first time, this is what, episode 25, I was wondering what we would talk about. For the first time, I felt like, and then suddenly... You just it. it all kicked off. Yeah, you jinxed it? it. Big time kicked yeah. off. Um, we so we've got as always never a dull moment. Yeah. Loads to cover. Um, we had a really interesting chat with a real estate agent in Dubai. So it wasn't all um, sightseeing, wild and parties, glamorous, you know, beaches and everything else. Um, we had we had a really interesting meeting with a real estate agent that we want to tell you all about. Um, the holiday blues have definitely kicked in pretty quickly uh, when it all kicked off. As soon as we got back, really, didn't it? With a suspected break-in at one of our yeah. properties yeah, and absolutely. also a full-on well not a quite a full-on fire emergency but pretty much a, a full-on fire I think emergency. You could say it tested our systems which did work. Yeah and our patients and everything else um, and we have a slightly different version of at your service this week so lots to cover never a dull moment let's just get into let's it. Let's do it. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course with our team, we couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure though, there is never a dull moment. Oh, you can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Serviced Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Serviced Podcast or Secret Serviced Podcast? So the Dubai meeting came about from a uh, conversation I had uh, with a chap in a B&Q car park in yeah. my car. <laughs> yeah, so he actually owns some property in the UK, but he's based out in the Dubai. And obviously we were due to be heading out there. So we thought it'd be a great opportunity to meet up with someone that um, speaks our language, as it were, mm. that, that is very much an investor, but is operating in the Dubai space and um, has, a, has a real estate uh, brokerage agency over there. Um, and we just wanted to get the lowdown really yeah, on yeah. the opportunities and the market. And there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of um, what's the word like hype around yeah, Dubai and property investment in Dubai, particularly in our space, kind of serviced accommodation. There is a lot of 
gurus out of there really kind of pushing the whole yeah. you can scale in Dubai you know with no limitations and they're really pushing the whole yeah. rent to SA model I was a bit skeptical yeah because before we went to this meeting obviously we'd spoken about the rent to SA market and one of the things we're going to do later in the podcast is review the two apartments that we stayed in but the one thing that didn't dawn on me till we actually went out there was the vast number of apartments that are actually there to rent so one of my feelings before we even went to the meeting was you know how can you actually do rent to SA or do Airbnb or whatever you want to call it out there and actually get decent occupancy because yeah. <laughs> there's so many it's like i'm not i'm not you know a skeptical person as you know i i you know i'm always on the lookout for new opportunities and what what have you but it, it, that age old adage that if if it sounds too good to be true it probably is that does often hold true actually and i don't blame people for um wanting to make hey while the sun shines i think is absolutely a place for that um but there's a lot of people out there that are really pushing the whole um the whole rent to sa you know mm. you, you know sourcing and management and everything else out there um as the hot strategy and i really wanted you know i, I wanted to find out more yeah. from someone who's actually living out there and operating in that space and um it didn't entirely surprise me that one of the first things he said to us that was rent to SA would be probably the bottom of, of his list yeah. of strategies that he would he would use over there and that he uh, thought would work over there. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to hear. Um, funnily enough, the strategy at the, the top of his list, the one that he thinks works most effectively is our favorite strategy, yeah. which is buy, <clears throat> refurbish, refinance, refinance, buying properties that need work. And the uplift that you get from doing that work over in Dubai can be significantly more than it is over here. But as always, same principles apply. Location, location, location. It's all about being where people want to visit. Um, but I thought it was a really interesting, I, we weren't sure what to expect. Were no, we, we weren't. N- never met yeah. the guy before. Yeah, really lovely chap. And um, it was nice. He was very open. And um, yeah, I felt quite comfortable with the conversation and how it went. And I think, you know, it's not one that we're going to discount. It's not one perhaps for us at the moment, but but certainly it's one we're going to keep an eye on, isn't it? Yeah, I think we'll definitely do some more due diligence. And um, it's it's an option. It's definitely an option. And I feel that um, I've got a better understanding of, of the market and the opportunities having had that meetup. So it just shows, you know, you need to, this business is all about talking to people. It's all about meeting people, making new connections. Um, I, I was really pleased that he didn't just immediately try and ram deals down no, our throat. He wasn't, In no. fact, he didn't push anything at all. No. Um, so you, you, you felt like you were benefiting from his advice and mm. guidance. And if we decide to run with it, then great. If not, that's absolutely fine as well. Because I had contacted another agent that I was put in touch with, hadn't I? Yeah. Who immediately started spamming my WhatsApp with loads of, you know, apartments and um, off-plan developments and everything else. And um, really, we just wanted to build some connections yeah. And find out some more about yeah. it. And, and I think it was definitely well worth the, the visit and the trip. And uh, yeah, it genuinely has given us something to think about, I think. So would you want to invest in Dubai? Oh, God. I don't think we've ever really, we haven't had, had enough no. time to sit down and properly talk about in it. My, what, what's your thought? Can you see us doing that or not? I have um, two opposing parts of my personality and my risk averse one says, <gasps> and my one that says, yes, let's just do it. 
so yeah it depends which which one is talking more loudly in my head i I quite like the idea of it i i think about the risk because obviously it's not the uk there's different regulations there's a certain amount of uncertainty in that part of the world um and i think those things would perhaps prey a little bit more heavily on my mind than if we were doing it elsewhere maybe I think the the whole risk thing, though, don't you think that that was it's a much more accessible overseas market than potentially any other, though, you know, in terms of, you know, the market for expats to invest over there and the ability to raise finance and get mortgages. I mean, that all seemed there didn't seem to be too many blocks. I think it was perhaps almost like the, the location of Dubai, you know, flying in, you know, you look at the map and you see where it is and you think, oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, but that's just a misconception thing, isn't it? It's a very westernised city, isn't it? And Mm. I I, I think that I it removed blocks for me, you know, where I might have thought that um, investing overseas would be, for want of a better term, a ball ache, Um, you know, because it's just learning all this new legislation and, um, you know, restrictions on funding and that sort of thing. The loan to values were lower than I was expecting, which was, which was Mm. interesting. So we would have to bear that in mind. And that's the thing, right? It's at the end of the day, it will come down to numbers. If it makes sense financially for us to do something over there, then, then I would certainly look at it. I don't think we're, at the stage yet where we can decide if that's the case more conversations required right now it's probably a distraction but who knows in six months a year you know when we're sort of looking for our next project then it's it's always i think i'm pleased that we did it and i'm pleased that you know i feel like i'm better informed now to Mm. make that decision about whether it's something we do or we don't do yeah good yeah So we've got something different planned for At Your Service this week. Well, I say different. We can't really say different. We've only done it once. It's not <laughs> like we've even set a trend for what, what we do on At Your Service. But At Your Service is the feature where we would usually be um, speaking to some other um, vacation rental, Airbnb owners, holiday let owners on the podcast and giving them an opportunity to tell us a little bit about yeah. what they do and about their property or properties. Um, but And this has nothing to do with the fact that we were far too busy uh, chilling out in Dubai to get organised to book anyone to come <laughs> onto the uh, podcast. Nothing to do with that at all. Um, we thought we would do at your service by reviewing the accommodation that we stayed at um, in Dubai. Yeah. Um, we we always like to book apartments um, and holiday lets as opposed to hotels usually. Um, we like the flexibility that that gives. Um, we do like to get out and about in the local area and um, eat at different restaurants and that sort of thing. We're not a, yeah. let's put, we're not an all-inclusive yeah. kind of package holiday yeah. people at all. And you, you just never know genuinely what tips you're going to pick up or not necessarily tips, but also things that don't quite work as well. And you think, oh, yeah, we must keep an eye on that at home or something like that. So it is always useful yeah, to do. Yeah, is, is, is always, you, you don't entirely switch off, I guess, do you? Because you always think, you oh, know, that's interesting and all. Oh, they haven't done that. And, you know, um, but I th- so we, we stayed in two locations, mm-hmm. didn't we? Which I'm pleased that we did. I think that worked really well. So we stayed for a couple of days in downtown Dubai, literally a stone's throw from the fountains. Yeah, and the Burj. And from we could the see the fountains. We could see the fountains show if we craned our necks and leaned out over the balcony but yeah pretty central pretty central um 
you know, phenomenal view of the sort of cityscape um, and the hustle and bustle of Dubai city centre. And then for three days, we stayed in Dubai Marina, yeah. uh, pretty much in Dubai Marina. We couldn't have been more central, could we? We were waterfront in a, in a high rise um, apartment block there, um, which was also stunning. Um, if, if you like that sort of thing, it's obviously a city break and um, very modern. Um, but Lee, okay, let's 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 go through the accommodation then. So the first one we stayed at, um, my memory is rubbish. Oh That's God, I'm so but... pleased you said that because I've been busy thinking. Oh my God, which one was that one? And that was the one where we had an allocated parking spot, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Underground parking, so that the whole check-in. First thing is, but communication from both hosts was really good. Yeah, excellent. Um, really good. It, um, all through Airbnb. So my best guess is they don't manage any other properties. Uh, I'm guessing because they did all their communication directly through Airbnb and through the Airbnb yeah. message thread. Um, there was there wasn't any use of systems that I could see mm. that that suggested they ran more than one property. But um, yeah, communication really good. Answered any questions we had. Sent really comprehensive information they were very about quick, how to check weren't in. Because do you remember the first one? We we didn't have the Wi-Fi. Yeah, was it the Wi-Fi? They were quick. Yeah, they responded yeah, really quickly. Well. Um, so no no issues there at all. That was all really good. Check-in process was pretty smooth, albeit different to what we're used to over here because you have to check in and show your ID yeah. and go through the whole thing with the concierge. Um, but that was fine. And um, clearly, um, you know, they had the permissions that they needed to, to run an Airbnb, if you like, from that block because the concierge was very aware, very mm. familiar with the process and what have you. And that was all pretty smooth, wasn't it? Yeah, very smooth. Arrived at the apartment and um, the views were stunning, weren't yeah, they? Because um, uh, we, we had sort of almost like panoramic views of the cityscape, which yeah, really what, comes to what life the at night. point, though, was that when they had obviously designed or thought about the room that we were in, um, they put the bed in the wrong place. They did put the bed in the wrong place. I knew you'd remember stuff that I yeah, remember. Yeah, and at that that goes right back down to design and plugs. So clearly whether or not the plugs are in the wrong place, but the bed where we were, we looked just at a wall. Had they moved it round to the other side, we would have had the panoramic yeah, view. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that was a, a slight disappointment because with that sort of vista and the fact that you're in this high-rise apartment block where no one can look in mm. on you, it would have been nice to have the curtains open and have that that all the, the city lit up. But as the way the bed actually faced... Um, it kind of looked internally into the complex yeah. that we were, were yeah. in slightly, didn't it? So, um, yeah, I think that's a really good point. But I think they did design... position a lazy boy chair for you to sit on, and halfway yeah. through you said, ah, I know why this chair's here now. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a, uh, uh, an elderly person's chair, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but never mind you. Um, but that was, you yeah, that was good. Um, they don't do... I, and you get this a lot, don't you, when you travel overseas. They don't do welcome packs no. like we do. Uh, in this country well they do not that first one the second one did I mean yeah but you're talking about we have three levels of welcome pack yeah, right? we you, you're talking about our tea essentials at best you know if you're lucky you'll get a bit of tea and coffee you won't get milk um, you won't get anything other than that really mm. so they don't really do welcome packs like we do which is I think it's just a cultural difference not a culture of the country it's just I, I don't really know what drives that but no, my expectation if I stayed in a vacation rental in this country I'd certainly expect tea coffee milk milk biscuits. probably hot chocolate um, and then if you stay in some nicer locations or some nicer properties you know you'd probably expect some, some gift element on top of that as well um which is obviously what what we provide um 
but yeah, uh, equally, I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed because I don't expect that. It's just interesting to comment on the fact mm. that that you don't tend to get that, do you, over yeah. there? Um, so that was nice. Um, other than that, uh, Wi-Fi, yeah, again, just organizational. The Wi-Fi had changed and they hadn't put it in the guest yeah. information. So actually all the information I sent about the Wi-Fi and I did need to work over there um, wasn't update, up this to date. This the first one. The first one. Yeah. Replied really quickly, which was great. But, you know, there's, there's just an organizational thing there, isn't there, about mm. making sure that you update all your bits and pieces. Um, because that does spook you a little bit if you can't get on the Wi-Fi, yeah. particularly if you're working. And also in Dubai where we didn't have any data. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's the first one. Anything else to say on that one? Good yeah. location. Good location. Uh, yeah, very accessible. Little shop over the road. Yeah, it was absolutely fine. What's funny is it was pretty noisy. Um, well, it was on that junction, wasn't it, where everyone was oh, beeping yeah. their horns oh, and quite funny, doing U-turns and everything else. But that's the thing, like that was all part of the experience as far as I'm concerned but you know for sure that some of our guests would have complained about oh, that oh yeah like you booked to stay in Dubai city centre and they just complained really about the noise yeah. I mean what 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 are you signing up for yeah. at the end of the I day I think that's just our guests sometimes I um, so mm. that was a good one um, but the highlight was the second one for oh, me oh that was a wow factor that was that proper was, wow factor yeah. when you walked in they'd done they'd obviously refurbished it because actually the bathrooms I'd say weren't as no. nice um, but and, and you could clearly see that they'd I don't know they like run out of money or something by the time they got to the bathroom I mean, it was fine but it wasn't that nice but the, the living room the bedrooms Stunning. and the, the vista over the marina was was jaw dropping wasn't yeah, it that was, it was a real wow amazing. factor a little breakfast bar kitchen really nice size lounge it's only a two bed apartment that was yeah, a big it lounge had, it, had, um, it was a big lounge with a big TV the TV worked had Netflix on it uh, which the other one didn't um, had a dining room table signature furniture yeah. whereas as I said in the other one the furniture was fine but it was kind of pieced together some of it was clearly sort of just second so hand stuff it's with, kind of like that. you know you kind of think you know if you were going back you'd go back you'd probably stay in the second one you may not stay in the first yeah, one so that, that's what you're looking for as a, a host isn't it repeat business someone had obviously staged it and given some thought to the design there were some feature lights there was a, a sort of really eye-catching chandelier in the apartment but it, it was really the views and um, they capitalised on that really well and the, an espresso machine with a box of you know yeah pods so yeah that was good and they put the bed in the right place <laughs> most notably because they could have done what the other the guys did as well but they put the bed so that you could look out on on they that stood. phenomenal view um two sides of the bedroom oh, and the other it? thing the pool as well the pool so mm. the pool in the first one unfortunately um was well the way it was positioned it was within all the blocks so it didn't yeah. get overly warm and also the gym was closed the gym was closed for refurbishment which again we weren't told about admittedly the owner may not have known about yeah. it um so that was actually a bit of a disappointment the first one because i know joe in particular was yeah. looking forward to using the gym while we're over there i guess that's the drawback of being in a building where you don't have full control over yeah. what's going on you might not know that um i know we've potentially had things like that before when we partnered with gyms you know they might have closed or changed their opening hours and we didn't know about mm. it um so yeah the, but the the pool was was fab wasn't it in the second one oh, and that overlooked warm. a great to have a pool it was an infinity obviously. pool infinity pool just um overlooking the marina. marina yeah um so yeah i can't really fault it no. um bathrooms 
that was fine. Nothing of note. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, not not particularly glamorous bathrooms, but um, I can't really fault it. Communication again was really good. Yeah. Um, location. The gym was open. Location there was a beauty spa. Um, yeah. So we had a great time, and I can I can see why, um, you know, operators are hoovering up those mm. apartments but like you said you, you you look around you just even within that small area of the marina we were in and I mean, what, what percentage do you reckon were actually airbnbs oh. probably most of them yeah. it didn't have a residential feel about it no. at all did it um but no we, we had a great time so that's our review of our accommodation that was at your service um whoever you were i can't remember their names uh the hosts, thank you very much and we will be leaving a review when we get round to it um uh but yeah all in all i think it was really positive so mark would you go back would i to dubai um apart from for i know we have differing views on this i would obviously go back for business um if will wasn't there would i go back independently probably not but that's not that's not to say I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I'm very pleased that I've been. I did enjoy I did in, enjoy it. I enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed ticking the box, as it were. Um, I'm not like a majorly big city person anyway. Um, would I go back independently? Probably not. But, but that's just partly because I've got so many other places yeah. on my list that I want to visit. Yeah. What about you? I'll go back independently. Yes, I probably would. Okay. I I I felt very safe, and I know we've. There is, you know, underlying things about why it's so safe, which, you know, may not agree with, but um, you felt very safe around the city. And I don't think we heard one siren while we were there. No, it's very safe. It's very clean. Um, It's very easy. Very easy. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to get into Mm -hmm. it. We've we've had this discussion many times already about our differing opinions on Dubai, but it was a good trip. It It was was an enjoyable trip. Yeah, it's a great stuff. Well, that's all well and good, but it's properly kicked off since we've got back, hasn't it? I mean, we've had a bit of an, an end to the week. Yeah, it's just been, well, like you said, I, I, I actually blame you for jinxing it because there are a number of things you said have never happened to us. And I then did, they no, I jinxed it in my head. We were telling Emily and Ryan this. We, we, we caught up with Emily and Ryan, um, who are our very good friends who we run the Net Game Club with. We had a day with them on Friday and nice dinner. Some of this kicked off while we were at dinner, which was really annoying. Some of it um, kicked off before. Um, but yeah, we, we said this at the time, didn't we, that I jinxed it in my head because... Again, I think I was probably planning this episode in my head or thinking about what we would talk about. I thought, I wonder if there's anything. Well, you said we let's leave haven't... it till after Saturday once I've been to Yeovil. Well, yeah, because I, I, I was thinking, was there anything that we haven't encountered? And immediately two things that we've definitely not encountered before um, happened. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've now got plenty to talk about on the podcast. So the first thing is um, we think... We've had a suspected break-in at Meadow Cot, don't yeah. we? We're, it's, we're, we're still trying to piece together exactly what has happened. I don't know whether you can call it a break-in because it looks like somebody somehow, we don't know who, we don't know how, has, we have an emergency lock yeah. safe, which is hidden away. It's for tradespeople. It's for an emergency backup if we ever need to um, give the, you know, the guests, I don't know, walk off with the keys and then the next guests arrive, something like that. Um, it's pretty well hidden, um, but... The uh, 
the the code was unscrambled. So mm -hmm. uh, so our cleaners arrived um, to uh, to put something in the property. I think I think it was a welcome pack because yeah, what they do is they the clean it pack. and That's then they right. go back with the welcome That's pack. That's right. Because so she and basically so she turned up and the the code was. Uh, you know, set to the code that you'd need to unlock it. The keys were in the lockbox, but the lockbox was open. The side gates to the property had either been forced or had wind, been blown yeah. over, had, had been unlocked by whoever went in, and then the wind had caught them and they'd ripped off the hinges. Um, and then the slightly more, the, well, much more disconcerting thing is that um, there were muddy footprints, yeah. boot, boot prints apparently, all the way through the downstairs of the property. Um, and this was after the clean had happened. So yeah. um, definitely we feel someone has been in the property. We can't 100% rule out that it wasn't a contractor, but we haven't had any scheduled maintenance mm -hmm. there. Um, it's all very confusing. And unfortunately, it all adds up to point towards the fact that someone has basically chanced it, possibly turned up and found the lockbox unlocked, um, taken the keys out, got through the side gate, gone around the back of the property. The keys back in again. It's just yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it is odd. Um, and I'm guessing they were chancing it because I'm assuming they were uh, hoping to find the usual stuff you'd find in a normal household, laptops, cards, computers, yeah. credit cards, car keys. Well, we didn't have any guests staying, so they might have had some cutlery. Um, and that's about it. So nothing was stolen or damaged at all. So it's a bit of a mystery. We think it probably was a break-in. Um, I, I, I'm still, I, I'm still not sure about that because um, I generally think it may potentially have been someone going back for something. Um, they might have lost or forgotten something. Yeah, well, uh, the bottom line is we'll never know, and that is partly what we've implemented as a result, yeah. isn't it? So we have purchased a, um, uh, for now, a sort of a, a temporary kind of battery-powered CCTV, partly as a deterrent more than anything else, but that will give us um, a bit of a view on what's going on. We fix the gates. We fix the gates, obviously. The we've removed the emergency lockbox completely. Um, still not sure what we will then do as a backup, but we will think about that one the, the security is more of a concern at the mm. moment um, I'm actually heading there tomorrow or Tuesday um, so I can obviously just suss out everything in, in a bit more detail yeah. but um, yeah it's always a bit disconcerting yeah. isn't it when you think that someone's been into particularly Meadowcot which feels like our home. second home yeah. as well as uh, one of our uh, holiday lets so we had that to deal with um, not a lot that we can really do other than obviously implement those changes and get everything fixed and sorted and secure ready for the next guests to arrive but then it really kicked off as you know, we've mentioned it previously on the podcast, we have a, a really good booking in yep. Eaton House at the moment. So uh, it's a good, oh, I think, eight, nine, ten week booking um, right through to the middle of December. There's some um, chaps from Indonesia over for a work contract, um, aerospace, I think. Yeah, isn't it? I had a chat with them yes yesterday and yeah. I was talking to them about what they were doing and they are uh, understanding helicopters and the engineering of helicopters so that when their comp their country buys a fleet of helicopters, they can then maintain them and do all the engineering for them. And as the regular listeners to the podcast will know, um, we have had a few issues with, um, uh, what's it called, like... Uh, the, the fire alarm going off at Eaton House on a relatively regular basis, um, just triggered by accident. Yeah. So we've had the steam from the showers trigger it. Deodorant. Else? Deodorant. <laughs> um, so we're probably not popular with a few people on that front, but they've always been false alarms. Now, this time, um, 
there was an issue. I think they were cooking some uh, Indonesian food, some yeah. uh, some sticky rice, which is now very burnt rice, um, which boiled over, and they ultimately were negligent, and and they they allowed it to boil over, and, and it then um, hit the hot plate and um, filled the room with smoke, filled the downstairs of the whole hotel with smoke um we already funnily enough were, were having some co- um uh, message conversations with them during this point and um we had our suspicions that they knew what, what had happened. happened um anyway it triggered obviously triggered the fire alarm um our fire marshal ian Wonderful, um, Ian. Uh, Ian has many titles for us, one of which <laughs> is Fire Marshal. Um, came out and attended and did absolutely the right thing because he arrived at the hotel and found the ground floor completely filled with white smoke. Um, it's not then his job to start bashing down doors and potentially encounter fires. So he did absolutely the right thing and he called the fire brigade. Um, I guess the mention of smoke visible smoke triggered a full response as opposed to what we've had previously when one fire truck has turned up um and and gone away again this was five five fire trucks full hoses pumps everything um full response and and bear in mind we're at we're out at dinner at this point (laughs) we don't really know what's going on um ian bless him ian if you're listening thank you don't thank you but don't send me photos of fire engines with their hoses out without telling us what's going on because that was a uh, 90 seconds of um panic um while we thought that they were they were hosing down the entire building um and we had a full-on fire but um but no we we didn't know what was going on we were getting updates obviously as as ian had them because he didn't necessarily know no, at the time. That's right, yeah. and uh yeah it was a bit of a scary moment um particularly I mean, our systems work perfectly. The, the the panel did what it was supposed to do. Ian did exactly what he was supposed to do. Um, and, you know, all of our communications with the guests work perfectly. So everything was fine. But, you know, being, which, which makes you feel good about your, your business and the steps you've got in place, but being four hours away when something like that is happening in one of your properties is quite scary because you're sort of, you want to dash around and mm-hmm. do stuff, but you're like, what can I do? I will just uh, keep eating my steak because I can't do anything. <laughs> um, you know, but I say that we were, you know, it kind of did interrupt dinner, didn't it? You were outside on the phone. I was outside yeah. on the phone. And it's one of those things. But um, no, l- luckily, no real damage. No, um, I went down. I was going down anyway, but um, this reinforced the need to go down, I think. And um, just to chat with the guests. And, you know, with hindsight, I had we had more time because the book this booking came in very quickly so it came in on thursday they they checked in on the sunday so we didn't really have time to um you know it was in the middle of the birthday weekend initiate them properly yeah and and i think if this were to happen again a big booking with many guests especially from a different cultural outlook i feel it's important to meet them set and make them understand how our country operates. And I think had it not fallen when it did, I would have absolutely done that. Yeah, but a bit of background, because that sounds like an overreaction to some burnt rice. A um, bit of background. Um, they, they, We have got evidence that at least a couple of them have been smoking in the rooms. Um, they've covered... This happens a lot, by the way, guys, if you are new yeah, to this. Keep an, um, keep an eye on your smoke alarms, because um, we did get photos from our team showing that the smoke alarm in at least one of the rooms had been covered with cling film, mm. which is clearly 
um, illegal um, and um, absolutely against our terms and conditions, obviously, any tampering of the, but that, that's to cover up the fact. So you basically, you were going down ready to read the riot act, weren't you? I mean, it's kind of unfortunate for them, I guess, in a sense that that could have happened to anyone, just a cooking error kind of thing. Um, but it was combined with the fact yeah. that, um, you know, at least a couple of them have been making a bit of a mess and have yeah. been smoking inside. And again, there's there's a language barrier here and what have you. Um, but ultimately, I think it was it was the right thing for you to go down and yeah. meet with them so oh, they, can, they can also put a face to the yeah. name and see the implications that, that that might have because obviously we've got this planning application going through at the moment mm. you know the last thing we need is fire and fire yeah, engines the last thing we need is to be upsetting all the neighbours with fire engines and what have you turning up um, you know that's not a bad thing it's uh, it, it's it's a necessary precaution it shows yeah. the systems are working but the more the less we can upset the apple cart at the moment the better mm, absolutely but you know it was a good trip well worth it and definitely one that I would you know definitely do again you know, with and it meant that you could spend a bit of time chatting to some local businesses about um, yeah. linking up with them and supporting them and the fact we're going to bring, you know, new people to the area and that sort of thing, yeah. which is um, all part of what we do. So um, I like that side of it. I know you like that side of it, just like really embedding ourselves into the And it was just, yeah, and it was just so lovely to go down there and sit and chat with Ian and Zoe and yeah. just have a chat with Lucy. And there was that real sort of team spirit. It Sounds yeah. a bit cheesy, but it was actually lovely. It was well, really we have nice. got a great team down there, haven't we? And, yeah, they're um, brilliant. I'm looking forward to taking them all out for our Christmas meal in a, in a few weeks' time. So we've got all that booked down there, haven't we? In yeah. fact, our our sort of our whole Christmas dinner is down there. So yeah, so even um, Stephanie, the lovely Stephanie, our bookkeeper, who's uh, lives in the village just down from us in in the Midlands, is tracking the three hours yeah. each way down to Yeovil just to join us for Christmas dinner. So that'll be a really nice evening. Um, but no, I think particularly when it's a hotel, like for every single individual holiday let that we run, are we going to be going out and tapping up all the local businesses? probably not in isolation if we have you know if we're going to build that as an area and a territory then yes um, but if it's a hotel it's you have to accept that you've taken on something that's important to the community oh yeah and um yeah very much so and also it we are supporting local businesses and also from the flip side from our customers our guests they want to know good places to visit and if we can then you know, if we've negotiated some sort of discount, then, you know, that's brilliant because it'll go on the guest portal. They've got places they can go and visit. So it just works, you know, for everybody, really. Yeah. And, and Yeovil is an interesting place. It is, the town centre in particular is, it feels like it's walking a tightrope a oh, little Lord, bit, Oh, Lord, they're doing it? so much work and they're trying to, open the, the, brackets, improve it. Yeah, which in itself is causing problems. Yeah. There are a lot of closed down premises on the high street. It's, you know, it's, it's something that's afflicting high streets all over the yeah. country, as we know. But you know when you open a hotel i think i do feel there's there's a responsibility there to um integrate yeah. and, and try and, and try and help Support. with the, the, the town-wide goals as it were so um so that was positive so anyway we had a pretty uh chaotic welcome back from our relaxing <laughs> holiday um you've got used to this now if you've been listening to the podcast for a while certainly never a dull moment um but uh yeah it was a crazy end to the week it was a very and thank you to emily and ryan for putting up with us so patiently yeah, but absolutely. What, what is an evening with the windships without a bit of drama right? <laughs> a bit of drama
Well, that's a wrap for episode 25 from my teenage bedroom down in Reading. And on my PC, I'm just going to add that, just going to add it. We had a, a panic, didn't no, we? Yeah, we did have a panic. Um, when well, I just arrived down here and we knew we had to sort of slot in a recording of the podcast for you guys. And I opened my bag and lo and behold, I've left my laptop at home in the Midlands. <laughs> um, but luckily, we figured out a way to... Um, open up the software on Caroline's computer. Now, the cliffhanger for this week is, will I be able to operate a piece? I am very much an Apple guy, <laughs> through and through, always have been. Will I be able to operate this clunky machine? Does it have a It's a, not a clunky, it have it's a touch dial? screen, it's, I have flat, to, it's lovely. Do I have to charge it with like but a crank handle or anything? Because the battery is just about to run out. <laughs> Will I be able to edit the podcast on Caroline's laptop? That's a cliffhanger. The other cliffhanger is um, uh, we have a, a, an inquiry through, a long inquiry for Eaton House, which we're, we're trying to convert, but they insist on contact, contacting us through Airbnb um, for Cinderella. Yes, I keep trying to wave my magic wand to try and get it to book direct. Your magic wand. My magic wand. Your magic wand. Magic wand. Um, yeah, magic so wand. she is performing uh, panto. And, she is um, Cinderella. Uh, could be, could be a good booking for us there in terms of word of mouth and socials and stuff. But the trouble is, she wants a rate that we can't honour on Airbnb because with their commission, it just becomes unviable. <laughs> yeah. So this is another challenge that um, vacation rental operators will be very familiar with: is how can you get the message across to people that they should contact you direct? Because mm-hmm. we can't just openly say that on the Airbnb yeah. message thread. So we're trying to find ways to get that message through so that we could convert that as a booking. So we'll let you know how we get on with that. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really do appreciate it. And make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix. And please do leave us a review. Um, It'll only take you a couple of minutes. It will mean the world to us. But most importantly, it will help us spread the word and um, help other people to discover the podcast too. Yes, thank you. And if you do want to appear in, we're organized again now. So if you want to appear in the next episode of At Your Service, a chance to promote what you're doing and your properties to all of our lovely listeners, then please do send us a message over on Instagram at Secret Service Podcast, and we will do our best to get you on the next edition. But until then, we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.